I'm Mary Parker. Welcome back to Eureka's Sounds of Science. When we consider the rigorous and deliberate pace of the drug discovery process, it can sometimes seem like it goes too slowly. After all, diseases are also fighting for survival in their own way. But the process is grueling for good reason. Real research takes time. Martin O'Rourke of Charles Rivers Integrated Drug Discovery Team describes part of the process. The drug discovery process really has two phases. It's got the in vitro phase, which is work carried out in tissue culture um, using cell lines. And then it transitions into the in vivo phase where we uh, have our preclinical models where we look at how tumours which are growing in animals respond to our treatment. Martin's team has developed a translational platform for immuno-oncology assays that could push the process to animal models more quickly. Since this can be the trickiest step in drug discovery, his team's work could significantly improve not only the pace of the process, but also the expectations for results. The unique aspect of it and the point of innovation is that we have an internal blood donor panel uh, where volunteers give blood samples on a regular basis and this allows us to do the work with primary cells. So you're actually working with cells which are relevant to the human body and ultimately which will be relevant to the clinical setting. These donor cells allow Martin's team to run more effective in vitro studies of T-cell activation, T-cell invasion, expansion of T-cell populations and so on. Since these assays are done on the most relevant human cells, specifically from donors that can be used again and again for comparison, the tests can be more complex than with traditional in vitro models. The results of these tests are more relevant than simple single cell studies and can predict more accurately what the in vivo results will be. I think the best example we have uh, was looking at the translatability of the compounds. So we used the current standard of care checkpoint inhibitors uh, anti-CTLA-4s and anti-PD-1s, and we could work backwards from the in vivo models. So working with our colleagues in Freiburg, they generated a data set in humanized mice, and we were able to show the same uh, level of efficacy whenever we used uh, co-culture systems of creating a spheroid of cancer cells, then introducing the T cells, and we could actually see a significant cancer uh, kill effect whenever we looked at uh, various endpoints which mirrored what was visible in the in vivo setting. Martin and his team produced a poster about their platform for the American Association of Cancer Research meeting in April 2018, where it generated a great deal of interest. The work represented several months of collaboration between Charles River teams in North Carolina, Germany, and the UK, and involved administrative as well as scientific strategies for staying on course. To take it back to the very beginning, what we did, we requested a dedicated R&D resource um, from the senior management team. And they gave us six months of time and people to carry out the work. So with a team of 1.6 FTE, uh, in six months we were able to develop the seven assays which are on the poster. But also we had to reach out across other sites. So data was generated by the Freiburg team and also by the North Carolina team. So the 1.6 was a very adventurous and very, very much a stretch objective. But thanks to colleagues like Barbara Killian in marketing, she kept us on the right course and she made us do regular data updates, so we could actually track our progress against time, which I think in this project in particular was very, very important. This new platform, driven by customer demand for increased efficiency in the drug development process, has proven its potential as a new way to shorten development time without compromising research integrity. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Eureka's Sounds of Science.